You're listening to Up Your Brave on RCR, Reality Check Radio. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Up Your Brave show here on Reality Check Radio with Natalie Cutler-Welsh. And we are talking all things health and wellness. Next, I'm talking to Joe Birch. And we're going to be talking about detoxing your body and lessening your toxic load. Welcome, Joe. Hi, Natalie. Thank you. Talking to you all the way from Tipuki, is that right? I'm from Tipuki, down in the sunny Bay of Plenty. Well, definitely sunny today. So nice. So for those of you that don't know Joe, I'll read you a little bit of backstory here. Joe started um, her journey back in 2007 when she was diagnosed with an autoimmune thyroid disease calling called Graves. She didn't want medication for the rest of her life or having her thyroid removed. So she was out to seek a better option. She went down the path of holistic health. And over a few years, her her symptoms reduced. She went on a plant-based diet, um, used supplements and saw practitioners, et cetera. And that has led her to a place of health and wellness for herself and her huge passion for empowering other women and moms and families with holistic choices. Being conscious of what we put in our bodies on a daily basis really makes a difference to our health and well-being. Amen, sister. It sure does. She is currently studying to be an integrative health practitioner, and she can't wait to be able to use her natural health experience and knowledge combined with the certification um, to help people all around New Zealand and beyond with health tips, daily routines, etc. Now, Joe, one of the reasons I'm so excited to have you on this show is I love people giving practical tips. And I know we're going to dive into the top 10 toxins and what to do about them. But before we do that, can you let us know how have the last three years been for you personally? Yeah, the last three years. I quite often say to people these days and you know, friends and, and different people that I speak to, I actually sit here and I think, did that actually just happen? Like the last three years and everything that has gone on, I just am, I'm blown away. And I, and I honestly think, man, was that actually real? And for me, it's really reiterated the natural health aspect that I live and love to teach. And really knowing that what we put in our bodies can affect us in such a powerful way, negatively or positively, you know, depending on what it is. And really understanding that there's certain things that can be in our bloodstream, you know, like vaccines or, or different things that we absorb through the skin um, that can't be gotten rid of out of the body very easily. And to me, anything we put on and all those kind of things are loading our body and loading our liver and, yeah, that's been a really big thing for me to sit back and to, to watch what is happening in, in New Zealand and the world and our communities. Um, and it's kind of driven me even further, for, you know, towards my passion of inspiring people and, and helping people realise what we put in and on is, is so important. So, yeah, it's it's been an interesting three years and I think um, I think I've definitely grown from it myself as well, uh, even though I've been so... Yes, you could say my, my passion and my belief in what is right and wrong has, has been like this for many years, but it's mm -hmm. kind of reiterated that and it's kind of really like cemented it for me, I guess you could say. Yeah, it has been surreal. And yes, it did happen. And it better not happen again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning I think people are wiser now is what I'm I saying. Right. I agree. I really do agree. Yeah, well, let's hope so. And today we are going to help people to be even more wise in terms of what they do put in and on their body, something I love talking about. So I'm so excited. So I'm going to hand it over to you. What are the top 10 toxins? And then we can dive into after that, like, what are some solutions or how can we avoid them? Yeah, absolutely. And I love talking about this stuff as well. So um, one of the first things I wanted to talk about is um, Ayurvedic medicine, um, which is thousands of years old talks about armor being the cause of all disease. And I say disease rather than disease. You'll hear me say that lots. Um, yeah, being the cause of all disease in the body. And that's basically meaning that armor is meaning, you know, toxins um, and toxins that build up from so many different things, which I'm going to talk about now. Um, Can I just interject? Are you saying it might be an accent thing? Yeah. Arma, is that an acronym or are you saying armor? Like A R M A, like an Ayurvedic. Okay, Arma, Arma. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, Arma, which is basically a, a word for toxins. Okay, 
Thank you. So the top 10 toxins, and there's a little bit of a list. I'll kind of yeah go through these as best as I can in as much detail. Um, so the first thing is things like personal and skincare products, everything from our Listerine that we might use for our mouthwash, um, our makeup, shampoo and conditioners, body lotions, soaps, perfumes, deodorant, everything we put on our skin, our skin being our biggest organ um, and absorbing, you know, all those different things. Our homes, cleaning products, paint, mold, air freshener, vinyls, varnishes, detergents, all of those type of things. Heavy metals that we come into contact with, um, whether it be mercury, aluminium, lead, arsenic, and those kind of things can be as simple as, you know, tuna in a can that we can be, or, or you know, anything we have from a can that we could be absorbing the aluminium into the food and then we're consuming the food. Uh, things like amalgam fillings. I actually had my fillings out, uh, well, one filling that I had left um, last year, and that was an interesting process in itself. And, you know, the mercury that has probably been absorbing into my body in, in minuscule amounts, but, you know, we don't think of those kind of heavy metal toxins like that. Uh, synthetic Synthetic foods. Um, everything from preservatives to um, GMO foods, hormones, artificial sweeteners. Um, and, you know, it's crazy. I'm learning myself all the time. And it wasn't until a few months ago I went to buy an organic chicken order. And I realized and learned that most uh, most chicken companies use chlorine water bars to cool their chicken. And I was horrified. I was like, oh my goodness, how is how is this even a thing? And obviously the company that I use or being organic, they don't do that. But you know, things that I am constantly learning myself, you know, not just the hormones and the chicken, but also the way that the, the, the food practices are done. So it was quite horrific for me to learn that. Uh pesticides on our vegetables, pharmaceuticals, and that can be everything from vaccines and toxins in that way and it can be uh, any pharmaceutical drug or over-the-counter drug or or anything that's not natural tap water is a really really big one uh, chlorine even chlorine in swimming pools spa pools all that kind of thing if we're not filtering our water we're getting you know that chlorine we have um, a hot shower and the chlorine in the water Obviously, heats the water's heated, and we're breathing in that vapor. So there's things like that, and then you add a shower dome to it, and it, you know, it's like you're encased in this like toxic shower. So there's things like that to think about. You know, tap water and um, putting a shower filter in a shower. Uh, fluoride. That's a whole another crazy situation in itself, and then wanting to put fluoride in our water. Um, things like electrosmog. And that's things, everything from EMFs to cell phones, smart meters, our Wi-Fi that we're constantly, you know, always around. Uh, number nine is gut bugs. So if our gut's imbalanced, everything suffers. And, you know, they say that 80% of the immune system lies in the gut. So that's really huge when we think about it like that. And one of the ones, number 10, that I talk about is stress. And it really wasn't until I started um, my studies a couple of years ago that I really learned how powerful stress is in our body and how, yes, all those other toxins are really huge, but stress can be such an underlying root cause uh, for so many diseases and a, and a trigger, if you like. So, yeah, stress, stress is, I think, a lot more you know, underrated and not not really realized or known about then than what it should be. So yeah, that's that is, basically a quick overview of the top 10. That is a huge list. And it was hard for me not to interject because I wanted to ask <laughs> questions, but I wanted to let you get through it. Um because it is a big list, but it's things that I think everyone would be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like these yeah. are just things that we interact with in and on our body. Mm-hmm. Um two that I hadn't heard of before myself are electrosmog and gut bugs. Like I know what those are. I know what EMFs, you know, electromagnetic frequency, but I hadn't heard the phrase. So thank you for that electrosmog and gut bugs. So what are we going to do now? Can we now go to what can we do about it? And how, how do we reduce them? Some of them are obvious, like the Listerine one, it's like use a natural mouthwash or something, but 
Can you walk us through some some of the solutions for this? Uh, definitely. And just before I walk you through the solutions, I just wanted to speak a little bit more about the chemical burden. So yeah. we're surrounded constantly, you know, 24-7 um, by a lot of man-made chemicals. There's a lot of chemicals and toxins that we can avoid, like all those things I just talked about. You know, we can we can help ourselves by changing our cleaning products and our skincare products, but there's also a lot we can't, you know, I guess we can't avoid. And the European Chemical Agency and the WHO warns now that there's actually over 144,000 man-made chemicals in our environment. And this was about two or three months ago when I saw that statistic. And three years ago, it was approximately 70,000. So in three years, it has more than doubled the amount of man-made chemicals in our environment. So it's really, you know, crazy. And powerful for me to just sit and, you know, when I saw those figures, I was just like, wow, you know, it's no wonder we're getting sicker and sicker and as, as a as a whole. So, yeah, that's really crazy. Um, and I also think there's a huge lack of testing. You know, we don't have the data for people to make an informed decision. Um, I really do feel like now it's becoming more aware. People are, even in little bits, becoming more aware of, of what we put on and in our bodies. Um, and we are exposed to, I guess, a cocktail of chemicals um, and it hasn't been studied as much as, you know, it should be. And, and maybe in the future that will happen. And also is labeling a little bit of an issue? Like a lot of the products don't need to be labeled with the ingredients that are actually in them? That is it's crazy. And I'll talk a little bit more about labeling as well as far as food goes and reading what's in our food. Mm later on as well so um and also before I get into uh you know a few of the solutions I just wanted to talk a little bit about um what's called the rain barrel effect this is a really interesting analogy that we learn in my studies um, to be an integrative health practitioner and if you think of uh, an old wooden rain barrel or an old wooden barrel that looks like uh, what they use in vineyards and, you know, back in the day, you'd have the barrel outside the house and you'd have uh, a pipe or, or something that comes from the spouting and the water comes off the roof and flows into the barrel. And so that's exactly the analogy that we can use for our bodies or our liver to be more specific. So the, the rain barrel fills up with water and the water overflows. And that's what happens in our body. So our liver fills up with toxins and when our liver fills up with toxins from all those you know things that I talked about before that's when the overflow happens and the overflow in our bodies is the dis-ease in our bodies so it's quite a cool analogy for me you know and I love explaining that to people because it's I'm a very visual person as well as that kind of thing goes so yeah our liver our liver fills up with toxins and that's things that we can and can't control and this is why more and more we are needing to do things at home and detox our bodies on a regular basis to stop that accumulation in our liver and when our liver gets like too full uh, those toxins, you know, our liver goes, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't handle this anymore. And it starts spilling out those toxins into the rest of our body. And that's when they, you know, it sits in our fat cells and when disease starts to happen and starts to be created because our liver can't process it all. So that's something that, yeah, I just wanted everyone to know and to hopefully that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, me, cause I love little catchphrases. I'm thinking, love your liver. Well, how do we love our liver? How do we protect um, or support our liver. And I'm sure you're going to elaborate on that in a minute. Because when I think liver, honestly, I normally would just think, oh, like alcohol, <laughs> you know, don't yeah. drink alcohol. Yeah. But it's like so much more because does it, what does it do? Does it filter the things? Filter. So every right. six minutes, if I've got that right from top of my head, every six minutes, it's filtering our blood. So it's one of the most important organs as far as, you know, as far as cleansing and, and detoxing goes. Yeah. Do you think most people are just they just have no they don't they're not aware of the impact of some of these things going in and on their body meaning something like the lotion the creams the sprays the metals you know all the things the things in the air um they just like or they they just don't think about it i mean do I you think people just don't have the knowledge or they're not concerned? yeah I, de- I definitely think a little bit of both i think you know if i think of myself even three or four years ago 
uh, even though I've, you know, since 2007 finding out I had Graves' disease, I started detoxing my house and my body. And, you know, I think still these days we're always learning and it, and it wasn't until like a month or so ago I realized I had this pan in my that I was using for my roast vegetables and it had Teflon and it was scratched. And I was going, I just had this moment one day and I thought, why am I still using this? And it's, as I said before, I'm always learning, but I do definitely think people are becoming more aware these days and maybe more and more people are talking about it for people to be aware. I think there's an element of people thinking, oh, it'll just be okay. Like I'll be fine. I've been fine until now. But what they don't realize is that all it takes is a little bit of everything for that liver, you know, to fill up our rain barrel to fill up um, and that gush over or that spill over to cause that disease. And so, yeah, I think I definitely think it's a little bit of both. Okay. Well, amazing. Let's dive in then to the solution side of things. How can we detox or how can we live a low tox life? Ah, living a low tox life. <laughs> I love to talk about and educate people on. So uh, one of the first things we talked about is detoxing your beauty and personal care products. And this is one of the, the first things I did when I found out about my autoimmune dis- disease um, and switching to natural cleaning products and making your own. So there's so many ways that you can get rid of chemicals from your house Um I use a lot of essential oils, but I also use things that are so simple. Like if you had a, you know, a tub of baking soda um, and some Castile soap, you've got the perfect, you know, ingredients to make your hand soap, your natural Jif cleaning paste, um, cleaning your toilet, uh, your own washing powder. Like there's so many things that you can do for so cheap. And, you know, you run out and I I ran out of one of my hand foaming hand washers yesterday and it literally takes me a minute to to refill it. I don't need to go to the shop. There's completely no chemicals in it and it works really well and it it actually aids and helps my skin rather than adding to my load. So lots of different ways like that. There's so many amazing products and amazing companies out there that do different skincare and uh, all those things. If, If you're not a DIY person, you know, to be able to buy them. There's there's so many companies, but there is a recipe for anything. There's a a DIY if you you know if you want to make it, you can. So um, I know of, of friends even who have gone. I'm, I'm I I like to think of myself as a quite a big DIYer, but then I hear of you know a few people that uh, even try and make their own shampoo and conditioner and um, you know face wash or or cl- or cleanser or something like that and I haven't quite gone into that much detail but but you can you can literally make anything with a few simple ingredients that is often cheaper in the it run. is you know I'm not a baker like I don't like baking I don't like measuring if I try to bake it never rises like all the things I'm not a baker but I love doing I love making like you said I love making my own hand wash well that's pretty much all I make but I, I love doing that you know and feeling like it's, it's easy I don't have to remember too much yeah and I think people uh initially think and, and I teach a lot of DIY workshops as well um, and food workshops, but I think people have that, you know, if it's, it's a fear or it's not maybe, maybe not so much a fear, but a, an overwhelm that they think, oh, my gosh, I wouldn't know where to start, and they don't start because of that. So I think it's important that we realise and look at it in a different way and think, okay, I'm just going to start with this one thing, like what what could I start making in my house that would be really cheap and really easy and what – cleaner could I get rid of or yeah so I think it can be really easy and just there's lots of ways to do that with taking that overwhelm out of it yeah and okay so you talked about starting with the beauty and personal care so you guys if you're listening it's like just go into the bathroom look on the shelf you know or in the drawers what is like you think is actually not really serving you it's not helping you it's adding to your toxic load it might be time to toss it in the bin a hundred percent Absolutely. And I know people who I didn't do this, I kind of did it in little bits and you know, each person's different, but I know people who have completely taken everything from their kitchen cupboard, their laundry cupboard, and just completely started fresh. Um, I know also people who have uh thought, I'll just use up this cleanser and mm-hmm. then I've used the cleanser up, I will start on this other one. But I have a very different um, you know, opinion on that. I'm very much like it's toxic. Don't put it on your skin again. Like mm-hmm. let's get it's rid gone. of it and let's <laughs> just start something fresh. But but that's also hard for me because I'm very much a 
big advocate for you know um, low waste and being very sustainable but when it comes to aiding that rain barrel I'm like no way you need to get rid of it yeah okay awesome so what's another solution or area of the home we can focus on yeah so one of the next really big ones uh, is our drinking water that's really really huge um, for me we have a really great um, alkaline and electrolyzed machine that we've had for many years um, but there's some really cheap ways of doing that you know if you don't have a filter on your tap you can get a really good water jug you know that does a similar obviously it's not going to be as great as having something under your tap but it's there's still many many ways that you can do that for a very cheap price and something that's so simple changing your water can have such a huge effect on your health so that's you know, to me, water is such a big thing. And I think if you were going to spend money on something, that would be the the investment, you know, first off that I would do because that water is so important. Um, and we uh, literally actually just did our whole house. So my, I'm lucky enough my partner is a man who can do all the things, build, used to be a builder, does irrigation now, and um, he put a whole house filter in for us. Because I started thinking, man, mm. I've got a I've got a shower filter. You can get this little shower filter for less than two hundred dollars, uh, and we've got the filter on our you know water. But then the odd time I'm in the sink in the morning and I just want to wash my face with some cold water or you know warm water or whatever, I could start smelling the chlorine in the water. And I was thinking, I'm doing all these good things in so many other ways. I was like, we need the whole house done. Like, why have we not done this sooner? So. That was really good to actually have a whole house filter in. Oh, that's um, amazing. Yeah, and especially in the next year or two, now that the fluoride has been brought in. Um, yeah. I think that's going to be really important for people to do. And, you know, fluoride's a known neurotoxin, and I've got a whole book It's not on- known by a lot of people. Some people still need convincing. It's it's tricky. Like, in you know, in my house the other day, like, we do have as the same thing as you. We got like a bench dive. We got a Kangen. And, um, but sometimes they're just, you know, quick and lazy and they just grab the tap water or they fill up with the, you know, the water bottle, the one that's going in the fridge to be chilled. And I'm like, okay, smell this cup. Okay, great. Yeah. Now smell that one. Which one smells like a swimming pool? And they're like, that one. I'm like, yes, that's yeah, the chlorine. Yeah. That's why I want you to, mommy. That's why mommy wants you to use the filtered yeah. water. But I like the idea of having the whole house done. Um, maybe we can chat um, later about that. Yeah, I just, and funnily enough, my partner has just gone around to see a few friends on the weekend. I put something up on my story. Oh, he's going to be a busy man. I was like, can you, can they, you know, can you come and do this for me? And he was like, oh yeah, sure. So I think that's going to start being a thing, but at the moment we don't have fluoride down here in Tipuki and the council actually, the Western Bay has actually been trying to go to the government and tell them you know they don't want to do it but there's oh that's a whole other story which we won't go into so yeah. um, it could be a year or two away for us but um you know other cities and and places around New Zealand aren't quite quite that lucky and and eventually I think it's going to be something that everybody needs to look at it's something we don't want to be drinking we don't want to be putting on our skin and in our water yeah I mean it is a huge topic and obviously we've been told by people that are, you know, dentists and such that it's, it's, you know, healthy for cavities. It's like, dude, I do, I haven't drunk in tap water for like eight years. My mouth yeah. is not full of cavities. Like I can, I'm happy to be a little test case for everybody. Yeah, just so you know. <laughs> um, okay. What else? So we talked about the water. Yeah. And on that from, what should I say, following on from the water, it's also about no plastic drink bottles. Like that is something that is such an easy, cheap switch uh, and glass storage. So I, a few years ago, I'm really into my food and my food workshops and my whole food pantry, but it's you don't need to go and buy a whole lot of new storage, you know, containers, just save the glass jars. Like I save from all the different glass things I buy and my pantry's full of those. Yes, I do have some big ones that have some of my bulk ingredients in it, but you can do it really cheap. Um, you can, you know, store things in the fridge and glass jars. Like there's so many ways that you can do that um, and get rid of the plastic. And yeah, but plastic drink bottles is a huge one and especially single use plastic drink bottles, just, you know, the BPA. And I mean, a lot of drink bottles say they don't have BPA, but there's still the chemicals that are, you know, your water sitting in. Mm-hmm. So you want to be really mindful of that. I heard something the other day that, that a lot of those 
that bottled water, it's been sitting there for like three years sometimes. Wow. I didn't know that. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. You imagine how that water is taking on, you know, those, I don't even know, I guess. not. Okay. So awareness around what we're putting in and on our body, awareness around what we're putting things in, meaning Mm -hmm. like you talked about the glass water bottle and also in the fridge, you know, are we putting them in plastic or in the pantry, putting it in plastic? So glass as much as you can. Is that what I'm hearing? Glass as much as you can. Absolutely. Or stainless steel. Okay. Stainless steel is obviously another good drink bottle option. Yeah, definitely. I know I have stainless um, right down to my freezer containers. I This is a really good company that I found that does, um, I think, one liter, two liter, three liter, really cool rectangle stainless steel containers. And I store all my like ban- frozen bananas and all my raw slices. Oh my gosh. Do your fingers get stabbed to the metal? No, but they kind of have this really cool lid that just opens up. They really oh, that's good. You know, as a Canadian, honestly, I did that thing when I was like in grade five and I put my tongue on the on the pole in winter, you know, the pole that you slide down. Like that was not a good idea. I got stuck. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. So but that yeah. sounds like a cool company. Let us know the link. Yes, I will. I have to find who they are in the New Zealand company as well. It's just it's just about finding this. There's, there's there's so many you can find anything, you know, anything for everything for anything, should I say, or anything for everything. Um, there's a solution. So, uh, yeah, so detoxing storage. Um, the next thing is cookware uh, and using things like cast iron, stainless steel, or ceramic and getting rid of your Teflon. The Teflon are coated with the chemicals. Yes, they might be amazing and nonstick, but cast iron can be just as great. You know, if you season your cast iron pan, that pan will last, you know, for I think the one I've got actually says three generations that've got this guarantee with it. You know, you only need to buy one ever. Mm-hmm. Don't waste your money on on cheaper ones that have those chemicals in it. And you know, the cast iron I found amazing and it doesn't stick. It's absolutely amazing. You season it each time you use it. Um and stainless steel is a little bit more tricky as far as that goes, but that that can be really great for for cooking in as well. Um and even things like uh your kettle, like your jug that you boil your water in. You know, have a look, is there any plastic pieces in there? Because you're heating that water, you're boiling that water. And is there plastic in there that is, you know, could be getting into your into your water? And do you have a plastic jug? Like that's a huge thing that I would be, you know, changing straight away. And also um, filtered water in the jug. I make a point of using filtered water, not tap water, which other people in my family think I'm a little pedantic. But you can see the calcification build up in the jug if you don't do that. And even though you're still, uh, let's say you're using tap water in your jug and you're boiling it, you're still getting that chlorine. You're still getting all those chemicals in your mm-hmm. water. So 100%, you're totally down the right track. Mm. Yeah. Um, then the next thing, and this is something really simple, uh, is taking your shoes off in the house. So it's kind of one of those things you think, oh, like, why would I need to do that? But if you think about where we walk as far as not just things like pesticides and chemicals and bacteria or animal poop that you might not know you've stood in or, you know, dirt, you walk into public toilets, like all the places you wear your shoes outside, bringing those chemicals into the house on the carpet is just something that is not needed. You know, that's something so simple that you you can do, not just to save the health of your carpets, you know, in the long run, but obviously your health as well and not traipsing those chemicals. And especially if you've got young families as well with babies and children that are, you know, on the floor and playing on the floor. So that's another thing um, that's, you know, something really simple. Yeah, free and simple. To do, yeah. Um, the next thing would be food choices and reading labels. This is such a big thing. And I think for people to be aware of when they go to the supermarket, you know, you could pick up two different cans of, let's just say a coconut cream, for example, and one might have coconuts and water and the other one will have emulsifiers and preservatives and and different things in it that just aren't needed. So it's about looking at it and thinking, does it have two or three ingredients or does it have 15 or, you know, 10 or whatever. And there's, there's, there's everything that you can think of from, you know, corn chips that might have corn and salt and water and then the other one's got a list, you know, that you need to spend three or four minutes reading all the different ingredients. So there's, like I said before, with swapping things out, there's, even for food, it's exactly the same. There'll be something on the shelf right Mm. next to what you're about to buy that will be better quality. So it's about taking that time and spending, you know, just that few more minutes to have a look 
at the supermarket and, you know, what you're putting in your body and as far as food goes is a really big thing. And there's lots of other things you can do as far as food, like eating seasonally, um, starting a garden. I'm a really big, passionate veggie grower and love my gardening. Um, and I just, one of the main reasons I, I love that as well is I love being able to go all year round and, you know, obviously summer, the sunshine, hopefully it's going to, my garden's going to start flourishing even more, but I love being able to go straight to the garden and pick my salad leaves and my herbs and all the different things I have, you know, so fresh. So I love that side of it, but I also love knowing that there's no pesticides on there and I don't actually need to wash the veggies from my garden, you know, so that's really great. Um, shopping at local markets, um, buying in bulk to get things cheaper. Um, it's not all about buying organic, but I definitely believe I'm a very big organic you know, buyer, because I don't want those extra chemicals on my food. But just looking at things, you know, I know one of the brands from Countdown, you can literally, like a macro, I think it is, you can literally buy beans pretty much the same price as another brand that's not organic. So there's, you know, so many different ways yeah. you can buy organic. Uh, and on that note with organic, it's knowing and looking at the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. So if people don't know about that, have a Google of the Dirty Dozen. Yes, it's definitely come up in a previous interview. It's, it's familiar it. to me, but you're welcome yeah. to mention it because yeah. the more we talk about it, the more people know. Absolutely. So the, the Dirty Dozen is, you know, the 12 foods that are the most uh, heavily sprayed or the most, um, you know, toxic burden, I guess, or yeah, probably heavily sprayed is the right term, but um, those are things that we talk about in my studies as far as you shouldn't have those foods unless they are organic. And there's a lot of stone fruit on that list. I can't remember the whole list off the top of my head, but there's things like spinach um, and strawberries and celery um, and then things like peaches and nectarines and, and stone fruit. So those are things that, you know, by organic like strawberries – you can get a packet of frozen organic strawberries for so cheap to put in your smoothies. You know, there is definitely alternatives for that. And, you know, spinach is so easy to grow. Like have this little garden, even if you're in an apartment with a little balcony, you know, you can still be growing a few of those things yourself. So that is something to really be mindful of. The clean 15 uh, are the, the 15 things that are the least sprayed that if you couldn't source organically, they would be okay to buy. Um, and then there's also, which you probably do yourself now, we'll talk about as far as um, washing your vegetables mm -hmm. and have a veggie wash if you do get something that's not organic and, you know, you should wash it anyway. Um, there's lots of different ways of doing that with baking soda and essential oils and apple cider and there's lots of different recipes out there to help pull the, the chemicals off that. And there's also a cloth that you can buy. Oh, I've got that. I well. use the lemon oil and then I yeah. also have that cloth for the like apples and things. So yeah. It's not, so there's the, yeah. There's the cloth. And there's also with the Kangen machine as well, you can use your 2.5 yes. water to soak. Sorry, 11.5 the other way. So the 11.5 alkaline water actually draws out the the pesticides and things from the from the fruit and vegetables as well. So there's lots of different alternatives. And obviously the one that anyone can do is the, the apple cider baking soda. So that's another great way um the next one is wi-fi and emfs especially in your bedrooms while you're sleeping so i actually have a timer on on our wi-fi um much to my tenant downstairs disgust who mm -hmm. <laughs> likes to stay up late and using the wi-fi but i have this non-negotiable for myself and my family that the timer goes off at 11 o'clock um, and comes back on at six in the morning. And that's just knowing that there's nothing happening in, in our house at night while we're trying to sleep. And we have a rule as well that we don't have phones in the bedroom. Um, yeah, that's a really, really big one that, you know, can really inter, uh, interfere with our cellular health um, and one of those top 10 toxins with the EMF. So that's something really simple that you can do. Like if you don't, you don't even need a timer, but I mean, the timers are like, you know, $10 from the hardware store. So Yeah. So for those that are listening, I'm hoping that you're feeling um, inspired, empowered, maybe to take action on any of these things. If you choose, you don't have to. Um, we'd love to hear from you. If you learned something today that you didn't know before, let us know. Or if you've got a question, you can contact Joe directly after, but you can send us a text 
2057, so 2057 on the text, or email at inbox at realitycheck.radio. Let us know what is resonating and what you've learned today. What's next on your list, Joe? So next, so the last thing before I, I dive into some other home detoxification tools is um, you just think there's so many free things that you can do. Um, grounding, you know, if you're on your computer all day, make sure you have two or three breaks and get out and lie on the grass, not just stand, but lie your whole body on the grass. It's amazing how that can reset your body. Um, things like walking after dinner, which is is really great. Um, and that can really help to, uh, you know, even aid your digestion. Mm. As as things like that, getting out into fresh air more. And your connection. I mean, I think it's such a great thing for, um, I don't know, you know, like when dads come home from work, you know, and they, and there's not a lot of time that they've got before, depending on the age of the kids. Um, our kids are older now. So it's like after an after dinner walk. So I've been trying to implement this thing. Like, okay, two people stay back and do the dishes and clean up and the others can just go for a walk around the block with the dog. And I think that's bonding time. It's connection time. It's nature time. It's off tech time. Yeah. So good. That's fascinating. So not just the benefits of the body, but also Mm. the mind and the connection. That's really, really cool. And obviously, and also walking after dinner can not just help relax the body, a digestion, but it also helps our um, blood sugar levels and it helps our blood sugar not to spike as high, which is also means we're not so prone to gaining fat. So there's so many benefits for walking after your meals, but walking after dinner, especially so. And we don't mean just walking into the lounge to the couch to watch Netflix. No. And, you know, <laughs> no, we should also. We mean an actual walk. Yeah, an actual walk. We should also be doing 10,000 steps a day as humans. We know we're not designed to be sitting at a desk and sedentary. And if, you know, those 10,000 steps, we talk about doing our exercises on top of that. So it's quite crazy when you think, uh, you know, I got a, a step counter and, this watch that has no EMFs, quite important to me to not be wearing something on my wrist that, that has EMFs. Um, but it, it, it was fascinating to me how little steps I was doing when I thought, hey, yeah, I'm probably doing maybe six or 7,000. I need to up a little bit. It was like three or four. I was really quite horrified. One of my previous guests, she talked about her topic was the lies we tell ourselves. And that was her example. She said, oh, yeah, I'm totally doing 10,000. And then she was like, actually, no, I'm not at all. So, yeah. So, yeah. Walking, walking, walking. <laughs> and should I go on to the uh, yeah, the detox side of it? Yeah. So let's have a look. So we've basically got maybe a few more things left, and then I'll jump to the four questions that I ask everyone, and we'll wrap it up. So yeah, um, what, yeah, the through, tools. Yeah, go through the tools. So obviously, our liver uh, is one of our biggest ways we need to detox. You know, we detox through the skin. Um, the lungs, the lymphatic system, the colon, the kidneys, and the liver. But yeah, a liver is a really big one I like to talk about. Uh, and some of the home ways that you can support your body and support home detoxification. So one is tongue scraping. So this is an ancient Ayurvedic practice. A tongue scraper is literally $10. You can get stainless steel or copper ones. And it actually stimulates organs in your body. And it really helps remove any uh, bacteria in the mouth. So it's beneficial in so many different ways. And it's so easy. Just as soon as you wake up, before you have any water or any food, you literally just wish you could see me, but I'm doing this motion of how it's how it's done. But you literally just scrape your tongue five to seven times. So it's such an easy thing. And once you get that habit, like I can't drink any water now until I, I get out of bed and I scrape my tongue straight away. So I brush my teeth first up. But that tongue scraping is, I imagine, way better. Is that what you're saying? Totally, yeah, absolutely. Bacteria off your tongue, absolutely. And where do we get this? Like a health food shop? Yeah, so I got mine from an organic shop. Mm -hmm. Um, You can also, there's actually like some Ayurvedic stores. There's lots of like home and living kind of natural living stores that have them. But if you just Google tongue scraper, um, copper is actually also antimicrobial. So Mm. I copper one my partner has a, a stainless one you, you mm-hmm. can get either um, both is good nice and um, the next thing is lemon water and salt so himalayan or sea salt uh, and that helps to wake the digestive system up opens up the bile duct in the liver um, and it you also means you're starting a day with a big glass of water so you're, you're becoming hydrated after fasting for 12 hours you know you've had no no water or food for 12 hours so having that water starts you off really great for the day um, and oil pulling is the next one. So this is something really different, but you can 
literally get some coconut oil or some sesame oil. Um, I do add a few great like essential oils into mine as well. But oil pulling benefits the teeth and mouth as well. Um, it activates enzymes that help flush out toxins. And you literally just put the oil in your mouth and you swish it around. Sometimes it's hard, depending on the oil, to not have that gag, but you kind of get used to it and, and you prefer, you know, you start to know which oil you prefer. So that's really easy. And it's literally like a teaspoon of oil. That okay. And then we're going to spit it out in the sink? Yeah, Is that the putting plan? Spitting it out. Absolutely. So not in the sink because the oil will clog up the pipes. Okay. Good tip. So in the compost bin, in like a paper towel, and then I put mine in the compost bin. So yeah, okay. making sure you're not doing it into the sink. So, so okay. Oil pulling but you're not actually yeah, pulling, but it's the idea is it's pulling out the toxins pulling the toxins okay. yeah pulling you know the bacteria out of your mouth um then dry brushing which seems to be coming a lot more popular now again it's an ancient ayurvedic um, tool stimulates and moves the lymph fluid um and using a dry brush there's lots of different ways um not lots of different ways but lots of different things online you'll be able to find on how to do that but the main thing to know is that you always brush towards the heart that's the one main important thing with dry brushing. Um, and it's best before morning shower um, just to wake up the circulation. So, yeah, dry brushing, another really simple way. You can get a brush from the pharmacy. There's lots of different places that have those soft bristle brushes just to help stimulate and move the, the lymph fluid. Uh, then moving on for the front well, sorry, staying with the lymph side of it is rebounding. I've literally just got a rebound in the last two months. It is my most favorite thing my my new favorite tool what I is it. it is it a mini trampoline yeah a mini trampoline okay. and interestingly enough I didn't realize the difference between a trampoline and bouncing on that and also on a rebounder <laughs> have a drink of water quickly and a rebounder is very short movements mm-hmm. whereas a trampoline is very long so it actually does quite different things um, and there's also different rebounders that you can get mine has metal coils as opposed to elastic rubber you know the elastic type ones um and the one i've got is actually called a lymphasizer so it's actually known to draw static electricity out of your body rather than when you get on a trampoline mm. you you know get that static electricity when you touch someone when you get off so it's it's a very different the one i have and i just love it it's amazing for cardio it's one of the best things for um your lymph drainage and that detoxifying side of things as well as amazing cardio. Like I'm just, I'm loving it. So that's Okay. So are you bouncing up and down? Are you just jumping up and down? Okay. Not even so much jumping. You're not jumping like a trampoline. You're more pushing knees up, like alternate knees and your your feet flat on the floor, like flat on the, on the rebounder and you're kind of more pushing. I'm literally about to do a a video of it on my page. Yes. We'll go and watch your video. You can watch more on there. Um, And then just a couple more final things. Um, Fasting. I'm a big believer in fasting overnight, like 12 hours, like give your digestive system a break. We're not designed to eat all the time. We're not to, you know, we need to try and eat early and have a minimum of, you know, two, three hours before we go to bed to give our body time to digest our food. So everybody every human and even children we really should be finishing our meal like even if we're not eating till seven o'clock not eating again till seven the next morning so that's a really big thing uh and liquid before lunch is what we what we learn and what we teach mm-hmm. it is after your 12 hours of fasting the liquid breakfast that you you know you can do as far as having a smoothie is our body also saving our digestion energy so I think it's 30% of our daily energy is taken up by digesting our food, which is quite huge. And so there's a term called um, autophagy or autophagy, which is when we fast, no new waste comes into our body and our body starts to clean up the waste that we already have. Um, And that autophagy or the body going into autophagy destroys the necrotic tissue um, and kind of kills off all the bad cells. So the, the more we can have a liquid breakfast, you know, it's a bit a bit different to fasting 12 hours overnight. Or, you know, we probably a lot of us do it without realizing, but we're, we're not eating. And then if we go and have this big, you know, bacon and eggs and really heavy, heavy meal, our body's like, oh, like, what are you doing to me this time of the morning, you know? And so, yeah, liquid before lunch is that term that we use as far as 
having a smoothie. You can put all your good fats, your you know your your carbs, your protein, all the things in it, um, and your it's already died. It's already broken down. The food's already already blended. So it's amazing to aid that digestion even further after that twelve hour fast. Nice. So yeah, that's some of the home tools. Oh, and one more is Epsom salts bath. It's another really cheap way um, of relaxing the body, getting some magnesium into the body, um, and you know, soaking that in through our skin. So yeah, it's just a whole lot of home tips that you can do. Amazing. So we've done the top 10 toxins. We've done some home tips and tools for low tox life. I'm hoping that everyone walks away with maybe a list of 10 things that they um, didn't know that they're possibly excited to implement in their life to be more healthy because we are, you know, we, we can be in charge. As I always say, we are the CEO um, of our own lives, um, our own health as well. And so, yeah, doing, making sure that we take empowered action. All right, Joe, let's talk about upping your brave. What is one thing you've done in the last year where you truly upped your brave? I would probably say the last year or two or three years mm-hmm. um, is I used to be a really big people pleaser. And through lots of years, actually pre-COVID with a really good friend who's an amazing um, coach, like both business and personal. So I really started to change my, um, guess, any triggers or any worries that I had of, oh gosh, what would people think of me? And in the last three years, that coaching and that knowledge that I've had has been so powerful over these, you know, these last few years, because I I don't care what people think, you know, I... Mm. I've had some situations where, you know, you try and do everything you can possible to to be nice or to help somebody. And this, you know, happens in my other business as well. Um, and someone's going to attack you no matter how much good you're doing. They're always going to say something negative, you know, based on their own triggers and their own trauma um, and their own stories that they you know, that they have in their head. So I think stepping into my, you know, upping my brave and stepping into my brave, I guess you could say, would be that and being very open to my thoughts on COVID, the vaccines, all of those things surrounding that and natural health. And to me, I sit here and I think, gosh, like, you know, and I'm very different to a lot of people, but I think, how why would anyone want to put that in their bodies and on their skin? And I think that that was so certain to me through that COVID time, like I talked about earlier, is as yeah, not not worrying what people think and staying in my own lane and just being myself. And yeah, that's been a huge thing. And that people pleasing thing is very um, common. You know, it is really easy for people to do that or to fall into that in different areas of their life. Um, So yay, congratulations. Uh, Thanks. (laughs) Um, What about the bucket list? Something that you'd love to do, be, or experience in your lifetime that we can help you with? This is a little tricky one for me, I think, to answer, but I thought of it kind of in in a different way. I have lots of things on my bucket list as far as what I love to do and you know that side of me but I think for me it's about sharing like this knowledge that I've shared with everyone today with as many people as people as people can like everyone needs to know about this and that's kind of my why and my passion for natural health and to me it's about sharing and getting that knowledge to to everybody because like we said you know we talked about before is it that people don't care or is it they don't do they not know um and no matter what it is i think it's so important that people realize you know we're only getting sicker and sicker mm. as a society and i want to change that like i i feel like this is the rocket in me you know the fuel to to really help to really help people so i'm really excited when i um finish my studies to be able to help people and coach people and, and see people as an integrative health practitioner to really help that. But yeah, to me, that would be what people can do to help is to, to share that with as many people as they can and, and educate themselves. Yeah. And, and take it on board and maybe pass it on to a few other people if they're interested and open to it. Um, and maybe um, people can share maybe your video of you doing the rebounding. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> where can we, what's coming up for you in the next coming months in your life or business and how can we connect with you online? Um, coming up for me is finishing my studies, um, my first level, so I actually can see clients and, and help people from, you know, that way. Um, I also have a few raw, call them whole food made easy workshops. It's one of my other big passions is to teach people from scratch actually how to make, you know, a nut milk, how to make crackers, hummus, like all the basics that we 
don't you know we can make really easily we don't need to buy with the that the oils that aren't so great in them or the preservatives you know there's so many things we can do really easily at home so I do obviously teach them for people in tarot it's a little bit easy to easier to come to but um, I do have a lot of it on my page as well um, and I do often do lots of uh, workshops as far as DIY and cleaning and making your own perfumes and all those kind of things so there's so many different topics um, so yeah that's kind of my ongoing workshop. awesome where do we find it so yeah on my uh, holistic fountain Instagram and Facebook so the Instagram is just the holistic fountain and my Facebook is the same. My Facebook has all the workshops and things that are coming up um, whenever I put them up there. My website is not quite up and live yet, but that's kind of my next thing to get sorted once I, you know, just before I finish my studies. So watch that space as far as my website goes. Amazing. So the holistic fountain and it's holistic H O L I S T I C. And you guys can check it out on Instagram and Facebook, right? That's it. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Hey, before we wrap it up, is there anything else you would love to share with our audience today? Um, I think just be aware, like I hope there's something in here that you've gone, wow, I've never thought of that. And just little things that you can take away and help your family with or your friend with, or, you know, you might see a, a electric like a kettle in their house that's plastic and you just, you know, just help them, just those little things and don't be overwhelmed by thinking you have to change all these things because all these little things that aid those toxins to be gone from your body, it actually can be really simple to do. So just take, you know, a lot of lot of people probably say this, but it really, really is true. It's just small steps that you can do. If you're one of those people that want to do everything all at once, go for it. But yeah, don't be overwhelmed with it. and there's lots of different people out there that can help you and lots of different different places you can turn, different products you can buy. Um, and it's about taking your health into your own hands and empowering yourself with those choices, you know, because you don't want that rain barrel to fill up. You want your body and you want to, you know, you want to live as long as you can. You don't want that disease. It's a lot easier to prevent that disease in your body than to, you know, get rid of it. So good. Taking your health into your own hands. Thank you so much for joining us today. That was Joe Birch on detoxing your body and lessening your toxic load. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. You're listening to Up Your Brave on RCR, Reality Check Radio.